be together by Alison Mola. With thankful hearts, we have come together this morning to celebrate the bounty of the day, to bask in the warmth of this community, to share with friends the tides of our lives, to entertain perennially our hopes for a better future. We join together this morning as always to resist injustice and inequality wherever they may be found. Our hearts are touched by the human need we feel around us, whether far away or within reach of our hand. We come here to be together because this is how we believe our lives are best lived. In questioning and in conversation, in compassion and in service, in gratitude and in joy, in companionship and in love. It is good to be together with you this morning. So good morning, everyone. My name's Karina Dolso, and I've been coming to Kensington Unitarians for around six years, although I mostly was attending the Heart and Soul gatherings, and sometimes I make it into London on a Sunday for a service. I've just finished the foundation step of the Worship Studies course with the Unitarian College, and as part of that course, I'm pleased to be invited today to lead this service with Sarah, whilst Jane is on holidays. In this morning's service, we'll be reflecting on playfulness and I'll be exploring playfulness in our lives, how it changes as we grow older. And I hope we can find ways in which we can make our lives more playful and how this can help us in difficult times. I hope that we can also understand the ways in which younger people play and perhaps help us connect and understand their worlds too. I hope that you can take away something of meaning and value for your own lives and something which is helpful and thoughtful. I will now light our chalice as we do every week as a symbol of our Unitarian faith and connects us to Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over. And with who we share our religious and historic traditions one of which is gathering in community. I'll read some words by Atticus Palmer. We call this light before us in hope that we may always remain a strong community, working together to make the world a better place. When we are grieving or sad, when we are challenged, when we need help, this flame guides us out of the darkness. When we are cheerful, when we celebrate, when we accomplish a great task, when we return to a place that makes us happy, the chalice reminds us to share our happiness with others. As we enter our time of prayer, if you would like to have a piece of paper, some pens or pencils, and feel free to doodle or draw as I read out the prayer. Or if you would prefer not to, then it is fine to just sit quietly and reflect. Spirit of life and love, the playful mystery that has brought wonder and beauty to our lives. 
May we be grateful for the people and things in our lives which bring us love, comfort, community, strength, joy, and a sense of peace. May we think about the acts of kindness that have come our way over the past week or so, and how we too can act in ways which can promote kindness to others. May we find space for playfulness and creativity in our everyday activities, which can nurture and rebuild our spirit and help us connect with those around us. If we find ourselves faced with situations which are difficult, painful, or uncomfortable, may we find our strength within to treat ourselves with care, compassion, and love. To dig deep and find the everyday courage we need to live well and the resilience to get back up and keep going. If we are struggling with someone and we need to find consolation or resolution, may we be able to act with empathy and understanding. May we be a light for those people we hold dearest to us who might help, need help or guidance. And may we love with extravagance and intention. May we hold all of these people in our light, in our hearts and understanding. May we continue to keep our own light nourished and take this out into our lives and share it with everyone we meet. Amen. And now for our first hymn, number 51 from the Purple Book, God of Grace, God of Laughter. The words will appear on your screen for you to join in. And we will keep you on mute, so please feel free to have a sing-along.
service is all about playfulness and how we can reintroduce it into our lives. So how can we bring play into our lives on a spiritual level too? Or are these things simply one and the same? For me, it would be the latter. I think playfulness and nourishing my spirit are one and the same. They are entwined. Playfulness can also help us strengthen our connections with others, build stronger relationships and deepen communications. So should prayer always be serious? Should we sometimes include jokes in our prayers? Do spiritual activities and practices always have to be serious undertakings? Can we find appropriate times in which to lighten up a little, use laughter or humour to connect with that which we hold to be greater than ourselves? Could tools like prayer wheels, doodles, art, music, dance, movement, could they be used in a way that's unstructured and non-judgmental? just because it feels good to do and as a way of connecting with our inner spirit. We might already use these tools for relaxation and meditation, but what about using them playfully? Can we still obtain the same sense of well-being and connection? When we take time to do something for the sheer joy of it, without a necessary outcome or purpose, doing something just because it makes us laugh, feel energised, and immersed in the moment, we can begin to feel like the burden of life's woes are lifting, just for a moment. Like we are the child again, immersed in curiosity and wonder, and it will ultimately lift our spirit. We've come now to a time of meditation. So please make yourselves comfortable, either sitting or lying down, whilst also remaining grounded, and you can close your eyes or leave them open. To begin our time of meditation, I'm going to play a recording of a chant that might be familiar to you, and you are welcome to join in and sing quietly to yourself and focus on the words before we enter into a two-minute silent meditation where the chalice will be highlighted on the screen. You are free to approach this in any way you feel comfortable, either meditating on the words of the chant or letting your thoughts give attention to something which needs it. Thank you. Please be your Lord. 
To continue with my reflection this morning, I will first read a short poem by Tagore. Child, how happy you are sitting in the dust, playing with a broken twig all morning. I smile at your play with that little bit of broken twig. I am busy with my accounts, adding up figures by the hour. Perhaps you glance at me and think, what a stupid game to spoil your morning with. Child, I have forgotten the art of being absorbed in sticks and mud pies. I seek out costly playthings and gather lumps of gold and silver. With whatever you find, you create your glad games. I spend both my time and my strength over things I can never obtain. In my frail canoe, I struggle to cross the sea of desire and forget that I too am playing a game. Last week, I was out on a walk and I noticed the blossoming of flowers on trees, the tiny lambs jumping and bouncing around the fields. At home, my cats have started chasing bugs around the garden. The onset of spring has woken a sense of playfulness in nature, but in my own life, I feel that this is, has been lacking because of the pandemic. During lockdown, there has been a sense of quietness around us with empty streets, businesses remaining closed, and people shut away in isolation. There has also been a general sense of waiting hovering over our society, hasn't there? And over many of our individual lives. I know that each of us will have experienced lockdown differently. Personally, I've found it quite restful. All of my cupboards are extremely tidy now after spending many days sorting out the contents of my house. However, I feel like something else has been missing from my days. And after watching nature, I realized there hasn't been much room for playfulness. Each day has been drifting into the next without too many external events or interactions to distinguish one from the next. Many people say they've found it difficult to get motivated, to concentrate or be bothered doing much more than the basics. I recently discovered this has now been given a name. It's called languishing. It's a feeling of the void between depression and thriving. Languishing is a sense of emptiness and stagnation. It feels like you're just a bit bleh. You're not depressed or not energized, just somewhere in between. I think some of us have suffered from this feeling during the past year or so without realizing it. Our days and schedules have become quite reduced and somewhat limited. And we have all had to make adaptations to the way we live, work and interact. Could rediscovering playfulness be an antidote to this new phenomenon? Could we adopt a more playful attitude to find our energy again? What can we do to bring playfulness into our lives? When do we stop being playful? 
When we are children, we spend a good part of our time indulging in play. Children make no excuses for it. They have no expectations about it. Don't even consider it an activity. It's a way of life. Children are very good at playing. They can walk down the street and turn it into a game and they can transform their world into some wild fantasy and get lost in make-believe and role-play. They can use any object, something as simple as a stick to play with. There are no limits to what their imaginations can create for them and their sense of playfulness is something they do naturally. Their play is spontaneous, joyful, creative and exploratory. Of course, it helps them to develop their cognitive and social skills, as well as letting off much needed energy and steam. So the first few years of our life are pretty much dominated by play in one way or another. And as we get older, this seems to become more compartmentalised. When we go to school, playtime is sandwiched between lessons and often games become more competitive and children have less free, unstructured playtime. Once we become teenagers, play starts to change. Playfulness can often be something that starts being viewed as a bit juvenile and silly. During the pandemic, many children have resorted to endless hours of online play. This has been a lifeline for many, including my own children. The games are so complex and sophisticated that they can play with their friends on a virtual platform and talk to each other through headsets in real time. Some of these games are also competitive and some are very creative. And they also use a lot of teamwork. These games have changed the way many young people view play compared to a decade ago. And whilst computer games are often criticised for being antisocial, I actually think the opposite, as they have got many social and cognitive um, benefits. There are even charities now using computer games for children who are in hospitals to help them distract from pain, boredom, or helping children with anxiety and trauma and a way to help promote peaceful moods. This shows how each generation devises its own new ways to play, depending on the circumstances around them. However, at this age, there's still plenty of room for good old fashioned mucking around, kicking a ball, having a pillow fight or doing a wheelie on your bike. As we get older, the sense of play becomes something we often overlook. Somewhere between childhood and adulthood, many of us stop playing. We can get bogged down in the responsibilities of adulthood, earning a living and looking after ourselves and our families. Although we make time for leisure activities like meeting friends for a drink, going for a walk, exercising or zoning out in front of the television, these activities are not necessarily playful. Playing is often seen as something reserved for after work, once all the jobs are done. And the pressure of being an adult can weigh down heavily on us. We can take life too seriously. But playfulness is not something we should give up, let go of or be ashamed of. 
It's not something which trivializes the serious nature of being an adult, but it is, I think, something inherent in every human being and even in animals and is something we can all benefit from. So how can we live more playfully? The first thing that springs to mind is sport. Now that we're able to get out and play a game of tennis or football or go for a swim, are we doing it playfully? Quite often in organised sport, we're playing to win. There's an element of competitiveness, which can actually take away the playfulness of the game and our interactions with others. So if sport's not your thing, board or card games are popular for all ages. During the pandemic, many of you may have played more board games than ever before. Again, there can be a win or lose element, and these games often have a lot of rules, but like sport, if we approach them with the idea that we are more interested in the spontaneity and the sense of connecting with our teammates and opponents, then the games can actually be more fun, more relaxing, and more playful. Playing an instrument is another form of play, although it's not for everyone. It also takes hours of slow, determined repetition and practice. But when we get together to play or sing with a group of pe people, it can definitely be playful. Or even if you do it at home, and by keeping music making at the heart of the experience, then the essence of play is maintained. The mistake for some of us adults lies in thinking that we have to be good at something in order to do it, or that it should have some kind of outcome or purpose to it. Playfulness lets us simply have a go at something, try it out, see what happens. It has no clear purpose other than being in the moment and enjoying the activity we are doing. We can play with pets too. They are naturally very playful. And if we don't have any pets, we can also observe animals in nature or watch people's dogs play in the park and take delight in the way animals react to their worlds in their uninhibited and often amusing way. I was lucky enough to be in Tanzania a few months ago and came across a large group of very playful elephants, which I've made into a short video to share with you now. Thank you. Um, coming back to our own lives. There is, of course, the world of work and chores. Most of us spend a huge amount of time at work or doing jobs and chores. Sometimes just taking a break with colleagues or doing something fun together can also help build our relationships and productivity. 
Whatever activities we choose to take up again after lockdown or rediscover, playfulness has no boundaries. It is something we can do at any age, level of fitness or social access. There is something playful for everyone to do. We all have a playful spark inside us. And just thinking in a less serious way and with more curiosity and spontaneity can help us live more playfully with joy and delight and also help us strengthen our connections with others. We shouldn't view it as silly or childish, but rather as something necessary to our well-being. With the restrictions of the pandemic easing, and as we come out of isolation and lockdowns, businesses are resuming and outdoor spaces are becoming busy again. Perhaps now is the ideal time to consider ways to reintroduce playfulness into our own lives and help us shake off the feelings of languishing. Let's re-enter the world with a new curiosity and engagement to be a little less serious and approach our daily tasks with a sense of play and curiosity. George Bernard Shaw remarked that, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. So may you live more playfully. And now it's time for our next hymn, How Can I Keep From Singing? Um, this is um, a hymn that's very well known and it's a song I've always felt is very playful to sing with many arrangements that have been written. So I encourage you in the safety of your own homes to perhaps try out a harmony or dance wildly around your lounge rooms. The words will appear on the screen for you to follow if you feel inclined. Thank you.
Um, so some announcements. Thanks for joining us, everybody, for today's service. And thanks, Karina, for encouraging our playfulness. Um, there are plenty of um, other opportunities to keep in touch with our community in the week ahead. There are a few places left, I think, um, this evening for heart and soul. Uh, let Janine Powell know if you'd like to come along to a particularly lovely spiritual gathering online. And this week's theme is adversity. And I think maybe Laura is, is offering that theme as well, but she could let her community know. I see a thumbs up there. Um, and uh, don't forget that we have our Tuesday morning coffee morning every Tuesday at 1030. Um, everybody's welcome to join that. Next Sunday, I'll be here again leading our 10 a.m. service with a title of You Can Do This Hard Thing. Do drop us an email if you're new to this community and our Sunday gatherings, because it's always good to hear from people. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who's taken out um, a standing order recently or um, made a donation. These are challenging times for all communities, aren't they, and all charities. If you do get an urge to make a quick payment, just go to the uh, Kensington Unitarians website and there on the front page, there's a donate button. Um, at the end of the service, after our closing music, which is going to feature Benji Del Rosario and his wonderful clarinet, we'd like to take a photo. So do stick around for that if that's okay with you or, or switch your camera off if you'd rather. And then do stay for a cup of coffee and a chat afterwards too, if you don't need to dash off. Um, and for Karina's uh, closing words, I suggest we all click on gallery view on our screens so that we can all see one another in community together. Today's closing words were written by Margaret Gunther and she says, play exists for its own sake. Play is for the moment. It is not hurried, even when the pace is fast and timing seems important. When we play, we also celebrate holy uselessness. Like a calf frolicking in the meadow, we need no pretense or excuses. Work is productive, play in its disinterestedness and self-forgetting can be fruitful. So I hope that you've enjoyed today's service and will find ways to live more playfully with delight and spontaneous joy. Thank you all and thank you to Sarah for helping me with today's service and to Janine, Jane and John for their work behind the scenes. I'm now going to blow out the chalice before our closing music.